0: Kraft presents The Great Gildersleeve. Yeah, yeah. The Kraft Cheese Company, makers of Parquet Margin and a complete line of famous quality food products, presents Harold Perry as The Great Gildersleeve. Kraft brings you The Great Gildersleeve every week at this time, written by John Whedon and Sam Moore, music by Claude Sweet. just leave in just a moment. And let's take that moment to think of a main dish the folks really go for. Fluffy light macaroni, golden and rich with cheddar cheese flavor. You think macaroni like that is a post-war treat you'll have to wait for? Well, here's the good word. Get the new Kraft Dinner, and right now you'll make that rich macaroni and cheese main dish in just seven minutes cooking time. The new Kraft Dinner macaroni with such wonderful cheese flavor, the folks will think you've really splurged on the ration points. But actually, you get two boxes of this macaroni and cheese for just one point. Each box of Kraft Dinner gives you enough fast-cooking macaroni, enough of the flavorful Kraft grated, for a main dish that serves four people. Now, there's a bargain in money, a bargain in ration points. And think of the time Kraft Dinner saves you, too. Tomorrow, when you're shopping, get a couple of packages of Kraft Dinner. Maybe you've tried this popular Kraft product before, but taste it now. Try the new Kraft Dinner. See what the great Gildersleeve is up to. Last week, you remember, he volunteered to help Judge Hooker press his suit with the dancing teacher, Miss Dolores Del Rey. And when we left him, he was really putting his heart into it. Now it seems not content with helping the judge, he wants to help Miss Del Rey. Proving that in Summerfield, at least, knighthood is still in flower. Judge, have a cigar.
1: Don't care if I do. Gildy, I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking you again for your efforts in my behalf with Miss Del Rey, or Dolores, as I... Now, feel privileged to call her.
2: Oh, it was a pleasure, Horace, a pleasure. Always happy to oblige. You found her more receptive, I trust, since I called on her.
1: Yes, yeah, she's taken to calling me Horacito. <laughs>
2: uh, Horacito.
1: <laughs> yes, Horacito. Uh, what does that mean, Gildy?
2: Horacito, that's hmm. a term of endearment. I know. It means little jackass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I trust your jesting.
2: Well, actually, it means little Horace. Same thing, though.
1: Morton, if you just got me over here to insult me. I'll I... keep your
2: rompers on, Judge. After all, we both have the same thing at heart. What's that? To give Miss Del Rey a helping hand.
1: Look, Yildy, I asked you to break the ice for me with this young lady. You did so. Thank you very much. Now I'll take over from there. Horace, is
2: that any attitude? That little girl's got a hard road to hoe, Judge. And if we can help her with the hoeing. Well, it's not easy to come into a strange town and get a dancing school started, you
1: know. I've been thinking about that, Gildy. If we could arrange somehow for her to meet a select group of these more prominent people in Summerfield... Well, oh, that's easy.
2: We'll throw a reception.
1: I don't think this reception should be thrown exactly, Gildy. It must be kept high toned. Well, of course. The important thing is to see that it's, uh, Socially, me plus ultra. Me plus ultra. Because if she can get the society people, the others will follow.
2: Judge, I'll only be too happy to give such a reception right here.
1: What's the matter with my house?
2: Everything. In the first place, you haven't got a cook.
1: Well, that's so. But I get half the credit, remember? Naturally. And half of the bills, too. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> um,
1: well, who we invite? Mrs. Pettibone, of course. Oh,
2: sure. And Eve Goodwin. She's artistic and all that.
1: Let's each make up a list.
2: You invite some and I'll invite the others. I
1: know. Leela Ransom. She has all those high toned southern relatives.
2: Well, Leela might take a little handling. Oh,
1: nonsense. Leela loves parties. Yeah,
2: but a party given for another woman? <laughs> no, Judge. This is going to take finesse. You better leave Leela to me. <laughs> Why, George, and this is good cake, Leela. I'm certainly glad I dropped in to see you.
4: Just on a can of the cake, Frostmire? Oh,
2: yeah. How can you say that? What's cake to me? <laughs> oh.
4: I don't know. Sometimes I wish you'd look at me like you look at a chocolate cake.
2: <laughs> I'd rather look at you any time.
4: <laughs> you know. Did you have any special reason you wanted to see
2: me? Oh, no. No reason. I just wanted to. Um... Leela, did you ever think of trying to improve your dancing?
4: Well, that's a strange question for you to ask anyone, Throckmorton.
2: Well, I didn't mean it that way, Leela. I've
4: always been considered very light on my feet.
2: Oh, certainly. Light as a feather. I just wondered if you'd, uh, uh, let it go. Let it go. Uh, Why don't you eat that other piece of cake, Leela? Why don't you eat Well, I wouldn't want to see it go to waste. Mm. Yeah, I'm um, um, mighty good. Um,
4: <laughs> well, I'm glad you like
2: it. Uh, by the way, Leela, Judge Hooker and I are giving a party this Saturday.
4: A party? How exciting. You and Horace?
2: Yeah. Will you come, Leela?
4: Well, of course I'll come. Uh, how do you and Horace happen to be giving it together?
2: Well, a guest of honor is a friend of his.
4: Well, then why doesn't Horace give
2: it? Uh, this person is sort of a friend of mine, too.
4: Who's the guest of honor, Throckmorton?
2: Oh. Uh. <laughs> Miss Dolores Del Rey.
4: I don't believe I know Miss Del Rey.
2: Well, no, she's new here. Uh, She's the lady that's opening the dancing school there on State Street next to the... I think you'd like her, Mm Leela.
4: Is uh, she the person you expect to improve my dancing?
2: Well, uh, I was only joking about that. (laughs) she will probably improve mine, though.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry, Throckmorton. I'm afraid I can't come after all. But
2: Leela, you've got to come. Everybody will be there.
4: Who, Finston?
2: Well, as a matter of fact, you're the first one I've asked. Except the Pettibones.
4: Are they coming?
2: Uh, no, they have an engagement.
4: So have I.
2: But you said you'd come.
4: It happens that I loathe business parties, Throckmorton.
2: This isn't business, Leela. This is strictly personal. Oh! Oh, he, um... <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know what I mean.
4: I think I know, Throckmorton, and I must beg to be excused. Oh,
2: confounded it, Leela. The only trouble with you is you're a snob.
4: I told you I have an engagement. Well, I
2: don't believe it any more than I believe the petty bones. Well, Eve Goodwin is no snob. She's a teacher herself. She'll know how it is.
5: Well, hello, Throckmorton. Come in.
2: Oh, thanks, Eve. I can't stay but a minute. Oh,
5: you're a lucky man. I just baked a cake.
2: Uh, you did? <laughs> well, that's fine, Eve, but I'm not very ah, hungry. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, Eve, you're interested in education, aren't you?
5: Well, as a school teacher, I have what you might call an academic interest in it. Great.
2: Now, Eve... If you knew of a worthy educational institution that was trying to get started, you'd support it, wouldn't you?
5: I suppose so.
2: All right. Will you come to a party in honor of the lady that's starting the new dancing school next to Beckman's drugstore?
5: <laughs> well, really, from the build-up, I thought you were going to ask me to be president of a college.
2: This is serious, Eve. This young lady, her name is Dolores Del Rey. She's trying to start this worthy enterprise, and Judge Hooker and I want to help her meet the right people. I see. Huh? Oh. Uh, you'll come, won't you, Eve? I mean, with your interest in education and all that.
5: I'm afraid I'm not interested in education in quite the same way you and Judge Hooker are.
2: Oh, what do you mean?
5: Well, I passed Miss Del Rey's establishment yesterday. It has a sign in the window that says, um, Men be popular. Learn the tango and rumba from a real senorita. And her picture.
2: Now, Eve, she has to make a living. <laughs> You'll come, won't you?
5: I'm sorry, Throckmorton. I have an engagement.
2: What's the matter with this town anyway? Well, I don't understand some women. I don't understand any women. Just because the girl's been on the stage, just because she's good-looking, well, the TVs may not be society exactly... But at least they're home folks.
6: Wonder if they've gone to bed.
2: Still, there's a the light.
6: Hello, Peavy. Mr. Gildersleeve, Well, this is an unexpected pleasure for me. <laughs> uh,
2: just for a minute, I will. I hope you weren't on your way to bed.
6: No. As a matter of fact, Mrs. Peavy retired a few minutes ago, but I usually sit up for the final word from when Graham Swain. Uh-huh. Uh, take your coat off? Uh, no,
2: thanks. I can't stay. Just dropped in to tender
6: you an invitation. You and Mrs. Peavy? Oh, no, that's very nice. I'm sure that Mrs. Peavy and I would be only too happy to... Saturday
2: night, 9 o'clock, Peavy. Oh. The judge and I are giving a reception for a friend of ours, Miss Delray. Miss Delray.
6: Oh, isn't that the young lady you were telling us about at that poker party the other night?
2: Well, it's the same girl, but I found upon closer acquaintance that I had misjudged her, Peavy.
6: Floyd Munson tells me she's a dancer. Don't
2: pay any attention to anything Floyd tells you. Uh, she does dance, however. That is, she teaches dancing.
6: Do you think she'll do her dance Saturday night?
2: <laughs> I don't know what kind of dancing you're thinking of, Phoebe, but I assure you, she's very high class. The, uh, tango and so on. All very artistic.
6: Now, speaking of artistic dances, I recall the time I took Mrs. Phoebe to the World's Fair in Chicago. <laughs> this is nothing like the World's Fair. The old girl never got over it. She claims to this day that I took her in there on purpose. (laughs) I did, too.
2: Uh, Well, very
6: amusing, Peavy. Uh, We
2: can count on you then for tomorrow
6: night? Well, speaking for myself, Mr. Gilbert, I wouldn't miss it, but perhaps I'd just better run upstairs and check with Mrs. Peavy first. Come in, sit down. I won't leave you a minute.
2: Well, I see you have a canary.
6: Yeah, it's a new one. The other one passed on. I guess you've heard it was very sad. Oh, too bad. Uh,
2: perhaps it was all for the best.
6: This one's named Dickie Bird. Mrs. Peavy named him after me. He looks a little like you, too, Peavy. <laughs> <laughs> You're always joshing, Mr. Gildersleeve. He's a rascal, isn't
2: he? Yeah, does he sing?
6: Oh, sings beautifully. So they tell me he hasn't sung a note since we got him. <laughs> Mrs. Peavy thinks his diet is wrong. Oh, diet. Hello there, Dickie. This is Mr. Gildersleeve, Dickie. Are you going to sing for him? Yeah. Come on, Dickie. Let's hear you sing.
3: Please, sweet.
6: You see, he's wrong diet.
3: <laughs>
6: well, you entertain Mr. Gildersleeve, Dickie, while I run upstairs and speak to Mrs. Peavy. It won't take a minute. I make it a point never to accept an invitation without checking with her first. It, it saves arguments later. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her it's formal,
2: Phoebe. Hi there, Dickie. <laughs> Let's hear you sing. Come on. Tweet, 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 tweet. Won't sing, huh? And I don't know why I should sing. Listen, you heard me sing. All right, don't sing. Come on, Dicky, sing for your old Uncle Mort.
6: <laughs>
2: Come on, Dicky, hop on my finger. Come on. Ow! Bite me, will you? I'll break every bone in a little yellow body.
3: <laughs>
6: Making friends, Mr. Gildersleeve? Friends?
2: This darn bird of yours just bit me.
6: Bit you? Yeah, bit me. No, I know his diet's strong. What he needs is me. That's a dangerous bird, Peavy. You shouldn't have him around. Well, I've never known him to attack anyone before. Uh, can I get you some iodine?
2: No, I'll just suck it. Well, gotta be going, Peavy. A million things to do.
6: I'll be seeing you in the missus Saturday night then at nine. Oh, oh Mr. please about that, I... Uh, yeah? I'm afraid perhaps you'd better not count on us for Saturday night. No, why not? Well, it seems that we... Uh, I mean, uh, well, you see, the, the fact is, it seems we have an unexpected engagement.
2: All right, P.D., don't come if you don't want to. Be. But I'd just like to say this. Of all the liars I've ever met, you're the poorest.
6: Well, no, I wouldn't say that. No. Uh... <laughs> Good night! Shucks, I, I don't like doing that to Mr. Gildersleeve. I, I don't feel right about it. I don't like telling fibs anyway. Richard? All right, woman, all right. Oh. Good gracious to Betsy, sometimes I. Uh... Oh, shut up.
0: Greg Gildersleeve will be with us again in a few seconds. But first, don't you homemakers feel pretty proud of yourselves when you discover new economies in feeding your families? Well, lots of you, no doubt, have already discovered the economy of using parquet margarine, Kraft's delicious, nourishing spread for bread. Serving your family parquet margarine is the kind of economy you have a right to be proud about. You see, parquet isn't just an ordinary margarine. Its delicate, wholesome-tasting flavor will tell you that. Parquet margarine, you know, is made by Kraft, and it's made to the same high standards of quality and flavor as all of Kraft's fine foods. Besides, parquet margarine is wonderfully nourishing. It's one of the best energy foods you can serve. And every pound contains 9,000 units of important vitamin A in winter as well as in the summer. Yes, using delicious, nutritious parquet margarine is a mighty wise economy these days. So if you aren't already using parquet margarine, Get acquainted with this grand product tomorrow. Just ask your food dealer for Parquet, P-A-R-K-A-Y. Parquet margarine made by Kraft. Now let's get back to our friend, the great Gildersleeve. It's Saturday morning, and although it's early, Gildersleeve has already been busy for some time in preparation for tonight's party. We find him now checking over the invitation list with Judge Hooker. Well, how many people did you get, Judge?
1: How many did you get?
0: I asked you first.
1: Uh, well, the list itself didn't turn out too favorably. Apparently, there are a number of social events. Any
2: of your people are coming?
1: None of them. None of them? You're a fine one to give a party with, Hooker. Well, dog got it. How many of your list are coming?
2: None, but mine all had good
1: reasons. <laughs> so did mine. Yeah. Besides, I went ahead and invited someone else. So did I. Will you hear who I got. Just the most important woman in this town, that's all.
2: Oh, who is she?
1: A woman that can make or break this dancing school with her little finger.
2: Come on, who?
1: Mrs. Harlow Vandervoort. Oh? She's president of the Summerfield Choral Society, the Summerfield Friends of Chamber Music, and, well, just about everything artistic in town.
2: You're the naval aid, too. You don't have to tell me.
1: And she's rich as a fool, Gildy. If she okays this dancing school, believe me, it's okay.
2: Well, that part sounds good.
1: Now, who do you get, Gildy?
2: Uh... Floyd Munson and his wife.
1: What? Floyd Munson, the barber? Well, what's the matter with being a barber? Barbering is an honorable profession. The profession has nothing to do with it. I won't have Floyd Munson at this party. Why not? Floyd's a good fellow. Yes, and I dare say his wife is all right, too. But the object of this party was to present Miss Del Rey to the cream of Summerfield Society. And the Munsons are not the cream.
2: Well, doggone it, Horace. We had to get somebody.
1: Well, I don't suppose you can tell Floyd not to come now. Could you ask him, please, to watch his step?
2: Well, don't worry about him. Now, about Miss Del Rey. If she'd like me to call for her. That's all
1: been arranged. I'm taking care of that personally.
2: Uh, you're pretty slick, aren't you?
1: I'm learning. Uh... Well, i got to be running along now, old man. See you this evening. Uh,
2: well, adios, Jorgeito.
1: Uh, buenos dias, amigo. Oh, where'd you learn that? <laughs>
4: Get away from them olives. Them's for the guests. But
3: I'm starving,
4: Bertie. You
2: can't be starving, my boy. You just had dinner.
4: Uh-oh, I got a customer. Isn't the cap on
1: stage, Mr. Kilsley? Yeah, it
2: looks fine, Bertie.
1: Well, it won't stay. It's going to fall in the punch before the evening's over, and I know it.
2: Now, scoot upstairs, my boy. The guests are arriving.
1: Good evening, Bertie. Good
4: evening, Judge. Evening, ma'am. Don't forget to wipe your feet, Judge. Oh, couldn't I just stay
3: and meet her?
2: Well, just for a minute, then. But stay out of the punch. Ah, good evening, senorita. Welcome to our humble abode. Ah, oh,
3: Mr. Gildersleeve.
2: I kiss the stars in your honor.
3: Hey, Kid. <laughs>
2: Hi, Judge. Hi. Take the ladies' wraps, will you?
5: Ah, oh, everything looks so lovely. Uh, and this little man?
2: Oh, this is my nephew, Leroy.
5: Hi. So this is Leroy.
4: The name is Leroy.
5: Oh, I think he is cute.
2: <laughs> Say good evening, Miss Delray.
5: Good evening, Miss Delray. And how well he obeys, like a little man
2: Yes, well, I'm sorry my niece can't be down this evening She has a sore throat
1: Good evening, Leroy Dolores, may I escort you to the punch bowl? I'm very fond of punch And on to the punch bowl We may as well dive in before the others get here (laughs) Leroy She. oh, she's not bad
2: Well, your old uncle knows what he's doing.
4: Hey, Uncle, you think they're real?
2: Think what are real?
4: The eyelashes.
2: That's a silly question. (laughs) Naturally, they're real.
3: You know, that's some dress she's wearing.
2: Oh, yes, she has excellent taste.
4: There's one thing I'd like to know. What holds it up?
2: That does it.
4: (laughs) Go
2: to bed. Go on.
4: there, Judge, and help
5: the lady. Got
3: to eat
1: them up. She's been with us a long time. <laughs>
5: Good evening, ma'am. Come right
1: in. Oh, must be Mrs. Vandervoort. Excuse
3: me, Dolores. Yeah,
2: me too, Dolores. Mrs. Vandervoort, old Dutch family, very important. I'll be right back. Don't go
3: away. Oh, it's you, Judge. Good evening.
1: Good evening, my dear lady. Have I the pleasure of addressing Mrs. Vandervoort? You have? Allow me to do the honors, Mrs. Vandervoort, may I present my distinguished friend, Throckmorton Gillerson.
2: How do you do?
1: I had my chauffeur park in your driveway there.
2: Oh, not in the slightest. Love to have him there. <coughs> uh,
5: beastly weather, isn't it? Oh, just the usual Summerfield weather, I'm afraid. Uh,
2: take the lady's wraps, Judge. <laughs> so good of you to come to our little soiree, Mrs. Vanderburg.
5: Well, uh, life in Summerfield is so dreary at best. I feel anything that can be done to raise the cultural level is worth the effort. Oh, how right you yes. are. <laughs> uh,
2: I'd give a lot for a little culture right now. Hey, come. I'd like you to meet our guest of honor, Senorita Del Rey. Oh,
5: I understand she's an exponent of the dance.
2: Oh, yes. Very talented. Very artistic.
5: What type of dancing does she specialize in?
2: Oh, she does them all. You're rhythmic? Uh, no, she's Spanish. Spanish descent. <laughs> Senorita Del Rey, meet Mrs. Vanderbilt. She had the chauffeur parker limousine in the driveway.
5: Oh, I'm most happy, madame. Mr. Gildersleeve tells me you dance. Oh, a little.
2: Oh, she's just being modest. Her dancing will knock your eye out.
5: Oh, now, please.
2: Yeah, she plays the piano, too, like a million dollars. And sings.
5: Oh, how nice. Perhaps you'll play for us later. Oh, Mr. Gildersleeve fails to mention that he sings, too. And beautifully. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh now.
3: Well,
5: well, perhaps you both sing
4: Mrs. for... Miss
3: Sanford, have a sandwich. Oh, uh,
5: not
4: just now, thank you. Oh, on, i made a whole mess of them. <laughs> Well, just what? No, I shouldn't. Yes. Oh, poor this man. to get grab a fistful, it ain't going to be
6: no good tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's the doorbell again. I'm
2: coming. <laughs> been with us a long time. <laughs> Bertie's a jewel. Minister at home? Yes,
3: sir. Come right in. This is
2: the place. It's, it's the Munson's. <laughs> yes. Tell Floyd to watch his step. Uh, you ladies excuse me, please. The judge will see you're supplied with punch. Well, hi, Commissioner. Uh, good evening, Floyd.
7: like to have you meet the ball and chain. Ruthie, shake hands with the commissioner.
5: <laughs> well, well, it's about time I met you. After all, I heard about you from stupid here.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: Ruthie's a great kidder. <clears throat> Quite a night out, isn't it?
1: <laughs> great night for duck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: if
7: you'd like to hang your coat up in the closet there. Or just want... chuck it down anywhere. I'm getting her a new one for Christmas, so I hear. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, I'll hang it up just in case. I know better than to count on Big Mouth here.
2: (laughs) Great kidder. (laughs) Say, uh, Floyd, uh, we've got a guest here tonight, Mrs. Vandervoort. Very high class. Uh, Watch it a little, will you? You don't have to worry about me, Commissioner.
7: I wasn't brung up in no barn. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, I know, Floyd, but uh, just mention it to your wife, too, will you? Well, you don't have to worry about her either. She'll be okay. I'll admit she tends to get a little excited in crowds... If she gets out of line, I'll handle her. Good,
2: good.
5: Well, it was nice of you to ask us to your shindig, Mr. Gildersleeve. You know, I was saying to Floyd, I ain't had this dress out in four years. <laughs> hey, where's all the people?
3: <laughs>
5: well,
2: uh, I suspect they're in the dining room around the punch bowl. Oh, punch bowl. Leave me to That's it. That's for me. Yeah, this way, folks.
5: Push in your shirt one handsome. You're bulging again.
7: do darn thing keeps popping out. For two cents, I'd take it off.
2: <laughs> Mrs. Vandervoort, like to present Mr. Munson. Mrs. Vandervoort had the chauffeur park her limousine in the driveway.
7: Yeah, I noticed it out there. Quite a bus you got there, Mrs. Vanderlip. What kind of mileage you get on it? Bet it eats up the gas, huh?
5: Well, I really couldn't say.
7: Well, a drive an old myself. No Cadillac, but then it's transportation, you know what I mean?
5: Hey, don't I get to meet the lady?
7: Oh, oh
2: pardon me. Mrs. Vanderbilt? Mrs. Munson?
5: How do-do. Do? Uh, well, pleased to meet up with you.
2: Say. <laughs> say, uh, who's the
7: little armful over there?
2: Oh, uh, oh, Miss Delray. Uh, Dolores? Yes? I'd like to have you meet my friends, Mr. and Mrs. Munson.
5: Any friend of Mr. Gildersleeve's is a friend of mine.
2: Say, hey, that's all right. Uh, by the way, the commissioner's been telling
7: me quite a lot about you.
5: Oh, yes? Yeah? Tell me what he says about me.
7: Right here in public? <laughs> want me to get arrested? Uh, now, if you and me was to have a little private conversation, I might be able to... All my...
1: right, Junior, keep your shirt on. <laughs>
5: uh,
2: shall we go into the parlor?
5: Oh, Mr. Munson... Mr. Gildersleeve didn't tell me. What line of work are you in? Me?
2: Well, I got a little... Oh, shall we go into the parlor?
6: (laughs) But I'm weary of the sea.
3: Oh, oh, oh. Hey, how about
7: Miss Delroy giving us something Spanish? You know what I mean.
3: Oh, yes, you. Well, of course. Huh?
5: Mister Gilder, please,
3: will you sing with me? Oh, sure. Besame, <laughs> besame, Each
2: time I cling to your kiss,
3: I hear music divine. Oh, brother. (laughs) Hold me, my darling, and say that you'll always be mine.
7: Boy, ain't she something? Joy you don't something have
3: to sit
1: there giving her the
7: eye. Who's giving her the eye? I gotta show my appreciation, don't I? I gotta at least be polite. You don't
1: have to fall all over yourself about it. Who's falling
7: all over myself?
1: No, you big lug. I've been watching you. But
4: after all, is Well,
7: I like that. I never raised a finger. I leave it to anybody here if I've been in any ways out of line this evening.
4: Uh, no, Floyd,
1: please. I leave it to the lady herself. Floyd. This isn't the first time, Floyd Munson. Mrs. Munson, really, you mustn't.
3: I've taken all i am gonna from him, the big baboon. I'm gone home. All
1: right, go on. Is there anything I
3: hate, it's loudmouth loud,
1: loud game. Oh, no, folks. <laughs>
7: Let it go. I got the car, Keys. <laughs>
5: I think it's high time we all went home. But, Mrs.
2: Vanderbilt, it's only the shank of the evening. You're not going to let a little family understanding.
5: I'm afraid the misunderstanding was mine, Mr. Gildersleeve, from the beginning. My wrap, please. Oh,
2: gosh. Well, if you won't change your mind, I'm, I'm sorry this had to happen, Mrs. Vanderbilt. So am I. <laughs> uh, be careful backing Mrs. Vandervoort out of the driveway. Don't scratch it.
3: Good night, Mrs.
2: V. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let him go. At least now we can relax and have some fun. Well, it's been a charming evening, Throckmorton. Uh, judge, Dolores, uh, you're
1: not going. Oh, the judge has kindly offered to see me home. Horace, you can't do this to me. You can't go now. We're in this together. I'm sorry, Gildy, but we have Miss Delray's career to think of. What do you suppose I've been thinking of? Well, if you use your head a little, while. Like... Wait a minute. What are we going to do? we got all this food here.
3: <laughs>
7: well, that's a thanks you get. Pass a little remark, and right away everybody gets sore.
3: Are you still here? Get out! Go
7: on, get out of here!
2: Commissioner, get out of here,
7: Floyd. Okay, I can take a hint. Well,
2: (laughs) not your fault, Floyd. But by George, this is the last time I ever try to help anybody. Positively, (laughs) I'm going to bed. You better do the the same, folks. Good night, everybody.
0: Music on this program was directed by Claude Sweet. This is Ken Carpenter speaking for the Kraft Cheese Company, makers of parquet margarine and a complete line of famous quality food products. Kraft invites you to listen again next week at the same time for the further adventures of the Great Gildersleeve. During the Thanksgiving season, we all think of good things to eat. So lend a cheerful ear to this grand array of treats you can make with Pabstet, the delicious golden cheese food. Press two halves of a pear together with a tasty center filling of Pabstet, and there you have a grand salad. As for turkey or chicken leftovers, just listen to this mealtime magic. Stir up a smooth, luscious Pabstet sauce and then drench tender leftover chunks of white or dark meat with delectable cheddar cheese flavor. Why, a main dish treat as tempting as all that will hardly taste like leftovers at all. Remember, Pabstet is the cheese food of a hundred uses. So keep a package of Pabstet handy for sandwiches, snacks, and all sorts of appetizing treats. Tomorrow, buy delicious, nourishing Pabstet. Don't forget, ask for Pabstet. This is the National
3: Broadcasting Company.